Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Monday, the 11th day of November, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Everything is officially, technically, although not really, an hour later than it usually is, courtesy of standard time that we're on now, Big J. How is the body adjusting? This is standard time. This is the time we're supposed to be on before we invented daylight savings time. Well, better than the other side. You like gaining the hour as opposed to losing. Well, yeah, who wouldn't? I don't know. I think a lot of people might. Uh, well, l- listen, I, to me, I thought it threw you off no matter what. It probably will, but not today. Oh, not today. So far. Tomorrow, maybe another story. Uh, I uh, Well, that would be day three. That's weird, right? Wouldn't it happen like, know, in the first you couple days? The first day? Well, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah, because I don't got to be anywhere. I see, I see. Well, that doesn't, I see. But that's always the case. It's all, The first day is always on a Saturday and a Sunday. But that doesn't seem to mess things around the other way around for you. Uh, but I will say this. I, I did wake up at like, uh, I guess technically it was 2.30 this morning. And I was wide awake and I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, but I was able to crash back out for uh, another hour, which is good news, I suppose. But it was one of those deals where the bot- my body woke me up and was like, hey, usually you're you're about to be up here soon. And it hey, wake out. up, dude. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, I'm like, hang on a second, man. I gained an extra hour. What are you doing here, body? Get out of here. Go on, get. But today on the show, we have ourselves a Monday plan for you. That means Machine Head tickets up for grabs. That show's happening Thursday at the Rev Center. That means Big J will have a bearded badass for you. Another person to add into the hallowed halls of the Bearded Badass Hall of Fame. That's going to happen today. That means we have another code at 9 o'clock for you for inflation retaliation. Another $1,000 winner will be notified this morning, courtesy of us. That's how we roll. And then, of course, let's not forget, Big J, that we're going to have some fun and excitement and music as well. Oh, good. Okay. This is what's on the agenda today. we got to talk about the Boise State Broncos. we got to talk about football. we got to talk about maybe curses, Big J? Curses? Yeah. Ooh. Man, we're getting into it today. But we start with some music here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We've decided to let the Red Hot Chili Peppers kick off the show this morning, so that's exactly what they're going to do. Scar Tissue, start things off here on The Morning After on the X Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, we like to give some love to Zuboise every now and again. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it is nice to let you know that, listen, the weather outside, it's colder, it's wetter, there's snow on the forecast again for this week. And so things are cooling down in the Treasure Valley. We had our three days of fall. And now we have to brace ourselves for winter. And Zuboise is doing the exact same thing. They've dropped admission prices going into the fall and winter season. So now if you want to get in, 
and you're 12 to 61 years old, Big J, which I believe you fall right in the tail end of that. Nine dollars <laughs> for you to get in there. And nice. kids and seniors, six bucks, and children two and under, always free at the Zoo Boise. So if you want to go partake, and there's some very special fall and winter animal kind of interactions as well that you can take part in that are specially priced over the course of the time that you go there. So if you're not a member in which you can get in free all year long, it's an opportunity for you to save a couple of bucks and take the family to the zoo. Just pick a day where it's not like, you know, snowing or downpouring and bundle up the kids and go out there and have yourself a good old time. Because you can save yourself some cash, and it's always nice to ball on a budget and make sure you have some things that fall into those particular categories. So, well done to Zoo Boise for lowering prices around this time of year when it starts to get colder and you can still have fun at the zoo. Well, it wasn't a great Saturday for Boise State. Uh, they dropped their first game since September 23rd at UTEP on Saturday, 31-28 to to BYU at Albertson Stadium. It is the final matchup of the BYU Broncos rivalry as we know it. The second half of explosion of points because this game was tied at 7-7. Boise State had the second ranked defense in college football coming into this game and the Cougars just chewed them up. Uh, 532 yards of total offense against Boise State on uh, Saturday night which is not something I think anybody saw coming. Which we've said a couple of times with this Broncos team if we're being honest this year. Uh, and so basically what ended up happening is they, they couldn't stop them in the second half is really what it boiled down to. I mean, now listen, they, they didn't have a great first half either. The Broncos were giving up 230 yards a game heading into this contest, and they had already given up 236 heading into halftime, even though the score was 7-7, and it looked like anything was possible. Then the points started coming, but it was pretty much blow for blow there for a while, and it looked like whoever had the ball last was going to win. Uh, but uh, Boise State proved that wrong because they had the ball last and they did not win. They had a holding penalty on the final drive and that threw them back to third 20 and they just couldn't convert and that was it. So if there's good news in this mess, it's that the Broncos continue to lose out of conference. So the Mountain West Championship is still actually something that is attainable because the team is still undefeated in conference play. It's the out-of-conference games that they can't seem to win. Uh, up next, the Nevada Wolfpack is happening on the road uh, Saturday, November 12th. That is the next scheduled game for the Broncos, but wasn't pretty this particular Saturday, and it was cold as well, so that probably didn't help the fans in attendance seeing a loss, and it was cold. Well, and I think, you know, last week, then um, the Broncos went over Colorado State. They were, you know, banged up <clears throat> on the defensive side, and I think, you know, they some of that stuff, you know, easier to overcome uh, with our conference opponents versus somebody else and i think that that just caught up could very well be uh but the, the officiating didn't help either there the officiating the game was god awful for pretty much the entire run but you can blame the refs on every game if you really right. want to but uh the truth of the matter is they just didn't execute on the offensive side of the ball nor the defensive side of the ball when it mattered the houston astros are your world series champions big J. they beat the phillies four to one in game six on saturday night that's when they closed it out dusty baker won his first world series championship as a manager he had been there twice before uh baker is now the oldest championship man manager of any sport uh in the north american side of things anyway so congratulations to him but uh astros will forever be cheaters agree or disagree big J. yeah Thank pretty much know. Uh, the NFL had some close games yesterday, but they've got a real quarterback problem. I mean, there's some outliers here, but every quarter, every game has got quarterback lines. We were talking about this yesterday. Every quarterback is 28 of 35 for 162 yards and a touchdown and maybe a pick. And these are the numbers. The offense has been rough 
this year. All of the games yesterday were pretty low scoring outside of the Dolphins-Bears game and the Bengals-Panthers game, which was a joke from the word go, thanks to Joe Mixon. But everything else, like your winning team had 20 points. That's it. Yeah. And that's the way it goes. And it's becoming really – I mean, I understand why they're doing it. They're throwing underneath because that's what the defense is giving them. And it's much more difficult to throw deep in today's NFL with as talented as the secondary is. The problem is that does not make for a whole hell of a lot of fun to watch nor uh, interesting games. And that's that's an issue because they're also not running the ball very much, you know? I mean, it'd be one thing if you had a balanced offense, but these guys are throwing the ball 38, 40 times a game and nothing's going anywhere. I think Brady threw like 50-plus. I know. Well, Pat Mahomes last night threw 68 times, and that team scored 20 points. That's crazy for an offense like that. There's something weird going on. That or defenses have figured it out. And this is the new NFL, and I'm not sure that's a whole lot of well, fun. It's, it's clearly been very difficult for red zone scoring outside of the red zone you know that's when you get that lucky touchdown that comes out of that but uh the red zone defense seems to be beating uh red zone offense well the other side of it is there's not exactly a whole hell of a lot of huge plays like there's not a lot of deep plays downfield that are working in today's nfl you'll get a 17 yard gain or something like that you're just not i mean i know there was a 98 yard touchdown play this year i understand that but what i'm saying is that's that's the exception to the rule. Everything else is three yards, and you're hoping that they can turn, or screen passes, or something that you hope that they can turn into yak yardage. And that's where you're getting all the yards in the NFL. It's not from the passes down the field, which, I mean, is a little bit monotonous, I guess, is my point, and is very difficult to watch. And it's not just because my team sucks eggs. As theaters prepare for the release of Black Panther Wakanda Forever next weekend, Black Adam has maintained a steady hold on the box office, and that happened again. The film brought in $18.5 million here domestically to make it good for number one. Uh, one Piece Film Red was the number two film in the country. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, me either. Crunchy Roll, I think that's anime, maybe, if I'm guessing uh, out loud. I could be wrong. Please apologies if I am. Ticket to Paradise was number three. That's the George Clooney, Julia Roberts romantic comedy. Smile four and pray for the devil number five. But all will bow in anticipation of Wakanda Forever. Bow down. That comes out uh, technically on Thursday. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. That is voices in my head that is falling in reverse here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you're not like a diehard fan of really any team. You mostly are like go sports at this particular point in go your life. Go sports! But like, do you believe in like having game time outfits and how they can uh, control? Well, you're a big believer in karma and uh, belief in having control over your team's destiny anyway, right? So I imagine it's probably not that far of a leap for you to believe that you have a good luck shirt or a bad luck shirt when your team is playing a game, right? No. That, that seems I crazy to you? I don't, well, <laughs> that's a leap from saying it's crazy I'm, uh, but I don't feel that way. But you do believe that if you talk negatively about your team, you no, will manifest that negative. Oh, okay. Well, you just give me some crap about it all the yeah, time. Yeah, of course I So do. I thought maybe because you do that kind of stuff that you can understand why somebody would have a good luck outfit or a bad luck outfit when watching their team play a particular sport. Yeah, I can understand that, though. Uh, and so uh, you, you uh, for those of you unaware, for my birthday this year, Big J got me a brand new sweatshirt that uh, had the logo of like my favorite team on it. Now. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? The Packers are awful this year. I might need to switch up my outfit for the game and cheer on the team. And maybe, just maybe, it's time to break out the new Big J sweatshirt 
and see if this doesn't bring my team better luck who have been playing like absolute ass for four solid weeks. And I have bad news, Big J. They may have played the worst game of the season yesterday as I was uh, just watching and stewing and going, I don't understand what's happening. I cannot fathom what what my eyes are seeing. And so I, I say to you, perhaps... Uh, it's not good that the the sweatshirt that was uh, that it was worn is now considered to be bad luck, because uh, it is the <laughs> now the, you're never wearing it again. No, no, it's not true. I just cannot wear it on game days anymore. That that has been uh, th- now. Well, and based he, on the season so far, I don't know if you can put that on the sweatshirt's fault. No, but that being said, there's also Big J six other shirts that I cannot wear this year. You understand? Yeah. So far, you're. I didn't think you'd be one to believe in this. So stuff. my my wardrobe has become limited due to the team, uh, the play of my football team. Uh, and I do not blame you, nor do I blame the sweatshirt, but it makes me feel better, and like I'm doing my part, even though I know it's as ridiculous and stupid as it sounds out loud. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not appreciated, it just means it can no longer be a game day uh, particular outfit. And uh, I, it doesn't sound like that's ever been a problem for you, but uh, I did have this conversation where I know other people have game day outfits, or they have to wear one particular jersey if they're on the road, or if they're home, or whatever the case may be. But I have a whole section of uh, stuff that is retired in my closet that I cannot wear on game day. Fine and suitable other days of the week. Right. Game day, it cannot be. And I do reset that at the beginning of every season, just in case you're curious. Reset is yeah. your button? Yeah. Make well, it's a new season. Man. It's a new season, new wardrobe, new luck. All that kind of stuff comes into play. And then if it's good luck, it continues and, and can be in the, the what I call the game day rotation. And here's hoping that one day it makes its way back, but it's going to have to wait until the 2023 season, much like, I believe, my hopes for a championship. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to add somebody else to... I'm going to grow a beard. Presented by The Beardsmith on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, The Beardsmith, great place to go get a haircut uh, or uh, your beard trimmed, of course. Maybe look nice if you want to or if you've done some sort of charity thing and have to shave it off, it's a good place <laughs> to go. Uh, TheBeardsmith.com is where you can make some appointments there, either the Garden City location or the, the uh, Caldwell location, and they've got a great selection of beard grease there. Uh, Nick, this morning's inductee is having quite the Hall of Fame weekend. While he's always had some form of facial hair, the last few years, one might call Rob Halford's beard Santa-like. Saturday night, Halford and his band Judas Priest were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And since the 70s, or even really the late last couple years of the 60s, Judas Priest has put out 19 studio albums featuring Halford, including a live album. Now, that doesn't include a couple other albums. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, that's incredible, though, amount of uh, albums to put out. And in the early 90s, Halford wanted to do a solo album, and it's something the rest of the band had agreed upon him doing. But due to a bizarre situation, a record exec told him that he'd have to resign from the band, uh, and that wasn't quite accurate, uh, so he, he did so, but it also, because he didn't want to correct anybody, it sort of made it sound like he was leaving the band, and so he ended up leaving the band, because he didn't want to make a big stink about it, and uh, for a few years, uh, he was out doing some stuff on his own, and uh, not something that originally was planned but he had a pretty pretty successful solo career and then in the in 2005 he was reunited with judas priest and the rest of that history rode right into the rock and roll hall of fame and in 1998 though was the big news halford publicly revealed uh that he was a homosexual
homosexual on, on MTV. He broke down in tears saying, quote, it's a wonderful moment when you walk out of the closet. Now I've done that and I've freed myself. It's a great feeling for me to finally let go and make the statement, especially to uh, The Advocate, because this magazine has brought me so much comfort over the years. And obviously, this is just a wonderful day for me. Halford later explained that he did not have a plan or an agenda when coming in to do his interview with MTV. The years of having to hide his sexuality from the world had, as you can imagine, left Halford with some serious depression and substance abuse, something he had to work very hard to rectify. And coming out was no doubt one of the most difficult things for Halford to do, but it's a decision he's glad that he did and wished he'd actually done it sooner. In 2019, Halford was diagnosed with prostate cancer, battled through that during the COVID lockdowns, and now has a pretty clean bill of health, Nick. Over the weekend, Judas Priest was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like I said, Rob had a chance to perform Jolene with Dolly Parton, which was just really, hmm. really cool. Uh, and the band plans on releasing another album here in sometime in 2023, maybe 2024, depending. Uh, they've had some hiccups here and there. But uh, that all-incredible uh, life, for sure, for Rob Halford. Uh, worthy, for sure, of being into the Hall of Fame for uh, the Bearded Badass. No doubt about it. I mean, justifiably now in the Rock and Roll Hall of fame as well although it took him long enough but i mean the guy was a trailblazer in so many ways not just in the way that he you know was able to show how the metal and rock community can embrace somebody that comes out as openly homosexual which is something that was really on the fence whether it was going to be okay or not in the world of rock music at that particular time but you know the fact that they're still able to sell out arenas and do their tours shows that they you know it was never that big of a deal to those of us that enjoy that kind of music and uh nor should it be and it was fantastic to see that kind of like welcomed with open arms in that particular way but also I mean literally one of the first really mainstream metal bands that got some acceptance back in the day along with Sabbath and Iron Maiden and those guys is right there with Judas Priest on the the heavier side of things that we were able to sell records and pack arenas and do that stuff and able to do that now 40 50 years later is Incredible. Yeah, you look at the the British metal um, that that came out of that era, and boy, there was some amazing music made, and uh, definitely uh, left their mark. Indeed, well chosen, Big J, and congratulations to Rob and the rest of the Judas Priest band members on getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Definitely justified for sure. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. In my entire life, Big J, I've only met one person that literally enjoys going to the dentist. Like, I mean, we all agree it's something that you have to do, and it's something that you should do, but uh, only one person I know is actually like, yeah, man, I can't wait to go to the dentist next week. And that was Randy. So that speaks more to who he is what than the I think. Hell, I, man? I know. I said the exact same thing. I'm like, are you telling me you can't wait to go? He's like, yeah, dude, I go every month. I can't wait. Like, there's something wrong with you mentally. And he wasn't joking or no, messing around? I, I, well, I mean, it's hard to tell because he's so deadpan all the time, but I don't think so. That doesn't seem like... I mean, he think I think he would come clean if that was the case. But no, he was looking forward to it. I don't know how it is now in his life, but back in the day when we were talking about it, he was excited about wow. it. Wow. Now, for other people, it can cause a lot of anxiety. I'm not one of those people, but it's not like I look forward to it either. In fact, I'm looking for a new dentist. I asked you for help, and you gave me absolutely none. That's right. But I, I certainly appreciate the, the limited effort you put into it. But uh, if you are somebody that's very anxious that goes to the dentist, the American Dental Association advises against using pot before you go to the dentist to relieve your anxiety. 
A recent poll says 52% of dentists in the, in, in the United States say that almost everybody that comes into their offices now are high, either on marijuana or another drug when they're getting a checkup. Not Probably not a meth. Uh, unfortunately, according to dentists, sometimes having marijuana in your system results in needing an additional visit. This is because you will limit available treatments if you're high, and the impact of drugs could interfere with the effectiveness of anesthesia, and it could make things worse for you, actually. So while we understand the anxiety coming in, sometimes it actually messes with the dental procedures you're about to undergo. So the best treatment is always one that the dentist and the patient can decide on together. Again, they're not there to judge. They're not there to do anything. They're just saying, you know, a clear head, you coming in, and them working with you about pain management is the best way to handle it. And then finding a dentist that you trust, also a big part of this whole process. You know, easy to say if you've been going to the dentist for seven years and there's a little bit of a relationship there, but if you are like me and you're looking for a new one or you need to find another one, then that's a relationship that's going to have to build up over time. So in the meantime, Big J, just got to go in high as a kite. Hopefully it all works out. But they're advising against doing it, so that's some bonus dentist advice for you as we move forward. Boise State lost to BYU on the blue turf on Saturday, 31-28. to Your final score up next, Nevada Wolfpack on the road on Saturday for the Broncos. Astros are your World Series champions. Congratulations to them. Dusty Baker, the oldest manager to win a championship in the North American side of sports. You had football over the weekend, Big J. The Los Angeles Chargers beat the Atlanta Falcons, the Dolphins over the Bears, Bengals doubled up the Panthers, the Lions beat the Packers, the Patriots over the Colts, Jets upset the Bills, the Vikings beat the Commanders, and the Jacksonville Jaguars marched on past the Vegas Raiders. The uh, Seattle Seahawks continued to win with a 10-point victory over Arizona. The uh, Buccaneers came back on the Rams within the last 10 seconds of the game to win that one, and the Chiefs won an overtime last night on Sunday Night Football to Tonight, you've got the Saints and the fun. Uh, who's the other team they're playing? For some reason, it's blanking. And I, I oh, don't man, know I, don't, I haven't even looked. You don't even know who's no. playing Monday Night Football? You can't help me? I can't. Jesus, I know the Saints are playing. That's as much as I got against... Uh, on Monday Night Football. Uh, if you are a fan of HBO's Westworld, I am sorry. The fourth season is going to be its last on HBO. They uh, had basically already ordered a fifth and final season for the sci-fi uh, show that was ready to go, starring uh, Boise resident Aaron Paul at this particular point. But the ratings for the fourth season were not very well or not very good and so they decided to pull the plug after four uh seasons now despite the fact that the show is canceled hbo has agreed to pay everybody who was under contract and ready to go for a fifth season nice of them so everybody's still getting their paychecks but they're not making a fifth season not to say that somebody else won't pick it up but i'm i'm judging by what the release said the show's viewership over the last two seasons has eroded pretty significantly and it's not as popular as it once was Uh, It was getting 12 million viewers an episode in seasons one and two, and it was down to four million by season four. And I will admit that I was one of those guys that dropped off. I enjoyed the first season very, very much. Uh, Got about halfway through the second season, was like, I don't like where this was going. And I bailed out before Aaron Paul even joined the cast. But uh, I appear to be not the only one that made that decision either, as the show has certainly... Now, 4 million viewers, by the way, uh, still good enough to place it in the top 20 for network shows, but not enough for HBO to justify the budget for the show is really what it boils down to. So it's not like it's awful, it's just not as good as it once was, and that's the problem. 
Morning Baltimore after. Ravens, Thank by you. the way. Morning after with Nick and Big J. I knew that, too, because I'm going to get beat by Lamar Jackson tonight. I should have known that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. That's the latest from Bush. It is called More Than Machines here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. And over the next several weeks, we are going to try to give away a really nice machine, courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports, as well as Volkswagen of Boise. We have a CF Moto side-by-side UTV that is absolutely gorgeous that we are going to blow out coming up uh, later on this month. And you want to get qualified, then now is the time to get on the phone. As every weekday around 7.30, we are going to give you a chance to get qualified to win this UTV from us with a little contest we call... UTV. So 208-287-1003 if you want to be the first contestant to play UTV and get yourself qualified to win this UTV courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports and Volkswagen of Boise and the X-Rocks. Here's the way it works. I've got three particular ideas to point you in the direction of a word that begins with either a U, a T, or a V. You understand, Big J? Yes, I do. UTV. And if you can figure out what that word is, you are officially qualified for the UTV. So we're trying to make it somewhat easy on you, but we will see how it goes. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name's Kelly. Kelly, do you understand the parameters of the contest? I'm going to give you three clues, and you have to figure out what word I'm coming up with, and it either begins with a U, a T, or a V, okay? Okay. Okay, here's your first clue. This is a musical instrument. Um, uh, you, or... I'm going to give you the second clue, Kelly. Famous people who have played popular songs while playing me include Tiny Tim and Eddie Vedder. Okay, what's the next one? The last clue is, even though I look like one, this U-word is not a guitar. Uh, let's go... Musical instrument... Tiny Tim, Eddie Vedder, it looks like a guitar, and it begins with the letter U. Mm. Let's go with a U. No, no, no. You need the name. We need the name of it. <laughs> what is the le- what is the word? The word. Yes. Um, we know it begins yeah, what's with the, the U. instrument Tiny Tim uses. I, I told you. Man, I don't know. All right, Kelly. Thank you. Kelly, you're going to kick yourself when you hear the word. He lied to me and told me he understood. Hello, the X. <laughs> Hello. Hey, uh, do you know what U word we're thinking of? Ukulele. Yes, it ukulele. is a ukulele. That is correct. Right. Well played. That is the U word we're thinking of. That is a musical instrument. Tiny Tim and Eddie Vedder have released songs using it, and it looks like a guitar, but it's not a guitar. It's a ukulele. Yep. Well played. Uh, what is your name? Sheila. Sheila, you are officially qualified to win this UTV courtesy of Volkswagen of Boise, as well as Birds of Prey Motorsports and the X-Rocks. Please hang on one second. We'll get all your information, and we are going to play this every single weekday at 7.30. Now that you know how it goes, maybe it will be easier going forward. And, of course, Adam also going to play this game at 5.30. So we got a couple of chances every weekday to qualify for this brand-new UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports that we are giving away. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are going to go to hell. It's happening next on the X-Rocks. 
Hell, you worthless maggot. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are going down under for today's We're Going to Hell story. Chip on the Bobby. Australia is where we're going. And, and listen, I, I mean, this is a full-on nightmare scenario for, I would say, pretty much anybody. But the other side of this is y- you bring it on on yourself, I think. Because if you live in Australia, why would you ever open up your windows, I guess is my point. <laughs> so many things want to murder you yeah. that I don't understand why. I mean, sure, fresh air, all that. I get it. It's great. But, like, you have to weigh the pros and cons with every move you make in that country because they want to murder you. And a reptile wrangler had to be summoned to an Australian home over the weekend because a resident discovered something awful and horrifying happening in her own home. She was going downstairs to make some breakfast. She left the windows open overnight. And she said to herself, And that's weird. My microwave is never that far close to the edge of the counter like it has moved significantly from where i keep it back on the counter to now like it's up at the front of the counter and she's like that's not where my microwave goes let me just go push it back and as she got close to the microwave that's when she discovered a pair of gigantic australian pythons making sweet sweet love behind her microwave what does that even look like i I, it looks well it looks like two snakes intertwined essentially is what it looks like but they are so huge like i can't like the picture that they have of this happening is like mortifying if you were to go downstairs to your kitchen or go to your kitchen and find this scene it would give you a heart attack probably so she saw it she took a picture of it she sent that picture to sunshine coast snake catchers which yes there are plenty of just companies that catch snakes in australia that can pay their rent that's how many snakes there are in that Mm -hmm. country and they came to her home in a matter of minutes and they were able to take out the two australian carpet pythons that were in the throes of passion in her kitchen The snake catching business said the woman noticed that her microwave had moved, so they looked behind it, and that's where they found the mating snakes. They were able to get them pretty quickly, but these are big-ass snakes that are making sweet, sweet love in this woman's kitchen, which is bananas. Like, I mean, like, the tail is, like, on top of the stove. It's all gross and weird and gigantic and probably be a very, very scary scene if you, you know, ran up on it yourself. And a reason number, like, I used to really want to go to Australia. That that passion has gone away because I feel like something would get me if I went there. Yeah, definitely. So uh, if you go, go at your own risk. Just don't open up your windows because gigantic. And she lives in, like, a house. Like, they had to, like, crawl up a pretty good amount to get through this little teeny tiny window that they squeezed through to get in there and then start getting it on. But, you know, again, pythons and snakes in general like warm places. So they'll hide behind your refrigerator, behind your appliances, behind things that go on under your stove where you won't see them. And next thing you know, they're just making a home in your place. And thank God they got to them before they made little python babies and then invested the whole house. You understand? Yeah. Love finds a way. It really does. And that's that's the good side of this story. (coughs) Everybody's happy. The pythons, probably the most of all. And they were able to be relocated safely out in the wilderness, so they weren't, you know, nothing terrible is going to happen to the pythons. They were safely great and humanely story. relocated. A great story for them to tell all their little baby snakes. And they will, while they're listening wow. to snake jazz. Morning After with Nick and Big J. <laughs> There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Going on in the news today. today. The 
morning after with Nick and Big J. I suspect I am not breaking news when I say over the weekend we turned our clocks back an hour. Although, if you showed up to work an hour early today, LOL. <laughs> Suckers, you can't go home early. But, uh, you know, it's strange how the human body works because, you know, an hour can make a real impact in our daily lives. And one of the biggest reasons why when we talked about eliminating the changing of the clocks because it's antiquated and unnecessary and pretty debatable whether or not we should have done it in the first place. It is one of those situations where if we're going to change it or keep it stagnant, now is the time to do it. To pass whatever laws or to go away with or abolish daylight savings time. Doing it on standard time, the time that we're on now, is the way to go because daylight savings time has proven time and time again by medical experts to be bad for us in more ways than we know because really daylight savings time is what messes with our sleep cycle. It can result in getting less sleep because the light is later into the day. You know, it does get darker earlier now on standard time. And our bodies tend to want to follow the sun and not the clocks. It doesn't really matter what the clocks say. When it says it's dark, it means night time for little Nikki. And so we want to go to bed. Most of us feel the disruption in the spring when we lose an hour of nighttime, but even in the fall, as we're switching back, it's still difficult to adjust no matter what. So having this happen to our bodies twice a year is silly and unnecessary, and that's why they're saying, hey, listen, if you want to cut down on sleep deficiency, if you want to cut down on depression, heart disease, more, now would be the time to keep it the way that it is. We'll see if we're able to actually do it, but don't be surprised, even though it may take you a day or two to warm up to it, you start to feel a little bit better, you start to get better sleep, you start to feel like you are normal again. Even though seasonal depression in winter can be a thing, usually it's not body or sleep related. It's something else that's going on. So there's that. Boise State dropped its first game since September 23rd on Saturday, 31-28 to BYU at Albertson Stadium. That will be the final matchup of the Broncos-Cougars rivalry as we know it. Up next for Boise State, back in conference against Nevada on Saturday on the road in Reno. Astros are your World Series champions. We have a Baltimore-New Orleans Monday night football game to work with tonight. Congratulations to Edward Diaz of the Mets. He is the highest-paid reliever in Major League Baseball history. Five years, $122 million contract that he is signing with the New York Mets to stick around there. And we already talked about Westworld wrapping up. Another long-running television show is calling it quits as well. That would be Whose Line Is It Anyway on CW, which started out as a spinoff of the British show that ran forever. Uh, Drew Carey was the original host, now former guest the morning after. Aisha Tyler has been the host there on the CW for several seasons, but after 12 years and 12 seasons, they are calling it a show on Whose Line. Colin Mockery, one of the regular cast members, uh, broke the news on Twitter over the weekend. Uh, he also appeared on the British version and in the live show Whose Line Is It Anyway comes to the Morrison Center about once a year yeah. as well. He says that those live shows will continue but the television show that has been on the air since 2013 probably will not so that's it for who's line really do like that show it's one of those that i like to have in the background you know like i'll I'll go through a stretch and just watch a bunch of who's line because there's some funny stuff that happens on there on a regular basis so it will be missed for sure morning after with nick and big j there's your eight o'clock round of important stuff on the morning after with nick and big j yeah, and we got a show this week at the Red Center. Machine had an evening with so uh, Rob Flynn and company coming in uh, to entertain you with some uh, awesome songs, and we'll get you hooked up with these tickets for free 
if you can beat me pop culture smackdown well let's do it then 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play our little game in order to see machine head come to town on thursday and you can have yourself a good time at that show which is always great when machine head comes to town but can you defeat big j in the process that is the question somebody hopefully will have an answer let's go to the phones and get a contestant hello the x Hello, this is Austin. All right, Austin, you're up first. Austin, I'd like to welcome you firsthand to Children's Literature Week here in the United States of America. Therefore, all your questions today will be about kids' books. Are you ready, Austin? Let's do it. What instrument does Peter Pan play in the book Peter Pan? I will give you multiple choices. Does he play the harp, the harmonica, or the flute? The flute. That is correct. Right. You know your kids' literature. Big J, what kind of animal is Stuart Little? We call this a callback. He's a mouse. Yes. Good job, see? A mousey bastard. Uh, Austin, what author wrote books like The Cat in the Hat and Horton Hears a Who? Uh, Dr. Seuss. That is correct. Big J, who is Curious George's best friend? Monkey. Huh? It's a monkey. Yeah, that's correct. But that's not the question. Wait, what's the question? Are you okay? (laughs) No. Who is Curious George's best friend? Yeah, it's a monkey. You answered monkey. Oh, he's a monkey. Hey, listen, it's been a while since I've watched Curious George. <laughs> Ted? Uh, Ted, no. No. George? Oh, no. George is the monkey's name. Curious George. Alfred? Alfred, no. What if I, I mean, would it help you if, if I told you that Will Ferrell played him in the movie? No. Is it the girl in the red scarf, Angry Frankie, or the man in the yellow hat? The man in the yellow hat. Now you get it. Yeah, you were way off. He doesn't really have a name. Oh, okay. You just called man. But then again, you did answer monkey right off the bat. I should have known we were in trouble right from the word go. Congratulations there, Austin. You got tickets to Machine Head. You're going to go check them out Thursday at the Rev Center for free. Please hold on. We will give you your information that you need for that. And we will do some headlines. Those are coming up next on the X Rocks. Chuck, some news. It's headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Do it again. We have feelings, you know, and everybody cheats. We have feelings, you know. There's a recent study from Queen Mary University in London, England, that suggests that bumblebees actually play and have feelings, Big J. So there's some nightmare fuel for you. The experiment started by creating a path that allowed bees to travel from their nest to a feeding area with one of the options going through a different section but had a bunch of like small wooden balls that the bees could rotate as they went through. And according to the study, the bees went out of their way to continue going back through and roll the balls back and forth repeatedly despite no apparent incentive to do so. So they just liked rolling the balls and they were having fun with it. So there's lots of animals that when they're younger, they play just for the purposes of enjoyment, but usually they're mammals and birds. It's the first time they've ever seen insects kind of do this stuff. Usually they're a little bit more routine based, but younger bees tend to be more playful. That's just like humans, Big J. So if bees play for enjoyment, they also are feeling that, you know what? They probably feel sadness, pain, joy, no anger. Stop investigating these things, okay? They're like little teeny tiny asses. Now, keep in mind, this is not wasps we're talking about, but bumblebees, honeybees, the big fat goofy bees that run around. Yeah. That everybody pretty much likes and only sting you when you're like being a jerk to them, you know? The ones that will die when they sting you, that's how much they have to be angry at you. So I guess it makes sense. 
that they would have feelings. Like, you'd have to be pissed if you know you're going to die if you take out your anger on this person, and you do it anyway. So, I, don't, I don't think maybe they know that they die after they do that. Well, I don't know. It says here they do. So watch out. Do it again, or everybody cheats. Everybody cheats. It seems like every sport has a cheating scandal, and now we have another one in the very competitive sport of cornhole, Big J. Cornhole? During the 2022 American Cornhole League World Championships that happened back in August, Devin Harbaugh was upset. He lodged a complaint during the championship doubles match against Mark Richards and Philip Lopez that their bags were too small and not the standard 6 by 6 inches. So the judges did a membership measurement, found out that the bags were in fact way too small, but ruled that the couple didn't cheat on purpose. It was unintentional cheating, and so they allowed the match to continue. Then the judges uh, found out that the other team, Harbaugh's team, the guy that lodged the complaint, also were playing with balls that were too, or bags that were too small for the cornhole tournament. The judges ruled that neither team cheated on purpose. Question mark what? So the match continued with Richards and Lopez winning. The spokesperson for the American Cornhole League said that it is possible that there was cheating, but they don't think it was intentional. The question becomes, like, you know how big the bags are supposed to be, especially if you're lodging a complaint against the person. So either everybody's cheating or nobody's cheating, which is it? But you can't even do yeah. cornhole without cheating, I guess. Even by accident. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? I, I, intention, I unintentionally grab smaller bags. Aren't they just uniform bag size no matter what? And if not, shouldn't they be? Yeah, like, who's making unregulized size of bean yeah. bags for If they're cornhole. six by six, shouldn't every bag made for cornhole be six by six? And unless you get custom bags that are smaller than that, shouldn't that then be cheating? I don't know, dude. Maybe uh, people should not. Maybe there shouldn't be a cornhole league world championship. Maybe that's what this is all. Get your stuff together, jeez. Stick with pickleball. Wrap it up with do it again. Here's a nightmare scenario. Big J, did you ever have to take the SAT or the ACT when you went to high school? I did. Yes. Could you imagine after doing it twice? Yeah. You did. No, I didn't do it twice, but I can imagine it. Because up to 55 El Paso high school students may have to retake their entire SATs because their exams flew out of the back of a UPS truck that wasn't closed. The senior class was called into a meeting where it was confirmed that some of the tests were definitely compromised. So counselors were providing students with waivers to take the college entrance exam again at no cost. The college board also working with the students. UPS has apologized to the school, but it still doesn't, study. you know, it takes a whole other afternoon. And oh, by the way, like the stress and anxiety involved with taking like a college entrance exam, never fun. I never had yeah. to take the SATs. I took the ACTs, but I know the SATs are much longer. I took them both. You did? Yeah. Uh, how did you do? Not great. <laughs> Would you have wanted uh, to do over? Yeah, of course. I, I mean, uh, and you could. You can do. Yes, can do it more than one you time. Absolutely can. Um, I fared better on the ACT than the SAT. Yeah, the shorter one probably is what it makes sense. But yeah, it was one of those deals where I could have taken both, but I did so well in the ACT. I was like, I don't want to chance it because I wasn't a very good test yeah, taker. Yeah, and you were twelve. Uh, no, that's not true. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with what I got, and I got into college anyway. So uh, the ones that I wanted to go to. So it all it all made its way through. But it was just one of those deals where I don't think I could I wouldn't want to take it again I guess yeah why point. would you uh, and being forced to because you have no choice because according to every college ever you haven't taken it but uh, maybe it's a, a, a you said you only took it once though right you didn't yeah. take it twice no. okay because I was wondering if it's the same test each time 
or do they switch it up a little bit? Because I know they change it year to year, but I don't know if they change up the same year's version of it. But these kids are going to find out the hard way. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. And this is Metallica. That is Fuel here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And if you think you're having a bad day, at least you're not this guy, right? Yeah, Dustin uh, Prosciutto. He uh, lives near Sacramento, and uh, his house was destroyed, Nick, by a meteorite hit. It's, it's an insane story. It's like the beginning of uh, Back to the Future or something, Or man. Men in Black. Yeah. And according to NASA, this weekend, uh, they saw a peak of the Southern Tarids meteor shower. Sure. And it appears that one of them, uh, that when they were entering into the atmosphere, slammed right into his farmhouse. <laughs> Quote, I heard a big bang. I started to smell smoke and I went out on my porch and it was completely engulfed in flames. Witnesses reporting seeing a fireball light up in the sky. Uh, he and his wife were lucky to get out of the house unharmed while firefighters fought the blaze for hours. Unfortunately, one of his dogs uh, was caught in the oh, fire. Oh, no. It's terrible, yeah. Puppy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not un- unusual for meteor showers to hit uh, in the atmosphere, It's but for them to likely hit a house is pretty... Uh, I mean, it, it, it's far uh, less likely than you would ex- ex- think. In fact, some people are saying this dude should probably uh, go buy a Powerball because uh, the odds of a meteor slamming in your house is about one in four trillion. Odds of winning the Powerball right now are one in two hundred ninety-two million. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, it gives. I mean, and that would be a great way to rebuild your house, I suppose. If you won the Powerball and you had almost two billion dollars in which to do it, that would be wonderful. But yeah, that's one of those things where like you're very happy that you and your wife got out alive. You mourn your dog, but you're also like, you, you, it's one of those shrugs. Like, what the hell could I have done? Yeah. There's nothing. And I like, hopefully, your insurance covers that. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I know I mean, there's not meteorite coverage, but I mean, is that technically an act of God? Oh, God. I mean, because God seems pretty angry at you if he, he's hitting your house and setting it on fire yeah. with a meteorite. That would be a vengeful act that's of like God. That's like love and thunder. You pissed off. <laughs> what did you do? Zeus or something. Bro, I mean, holy cow. But yes, I am glad he's okay. I do not know if insurance covers it, but boy, I sure hope it does. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your bad impressions. They are next on the X Rocks. After with Nick and Big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. And up for grabs here, VIP VIP tickets to the lounge at the end of the universe. You're free to use whenever you want. And there's always plenty of stuff happening, uh, usually there on the weekends at uh, the lounge at the end of the universe. LoungeBoise.com if you want to check out the events. Just got to figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. If you want to use these, they are up to you when you want to use them. They can turn them in by you anytime you want. But you have to figure out bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. Each one of those clues, individually and collectively, points to somebody that is very famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less... These tickets become yours, and you get to be happy. Do you have a guess as to how many it might take today? Let's go with two. All right, two clues is what Big J says is it's going to take in order to get you to the next level. Let's see if it works out. Hello, the X. Hello? Oh, hello. That didn't work out. Oh, Big J, I think our phones are broken. That's not good. Hello? Hello? No. Not functioning. Hello? No. We tried. You want to do it just for fun? Sure. Okay. Let's see if you get it. Okay. 
I will. Sometimes people forget that for two seasons I was Larry Paul on Allie McBeal. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Only one clue! Thank yes! You. Thank you very much. And why is That's he in true. the news? He inducted Duran Duran into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I saw that. Weird. I didn't know that they were connected in any way, but sometimes those those Hall of Fame enshrinements get that way where I'm like, what's the connection? Yeah, it would make more sense if he did, like, Black Sabbath. <laughs> right. Right. He did wear the t-shirt in the Avengers yeah. movie, after all. But, yes, I guess that they are fans, but it's still cool. I mean, that's instant cred, right? Yeah, and uh, I no, I have not watched the whole ceremony, but it's quite the process. Uh, they have an induction person who ducks them, and then there's usually uh, a performance that other people sing with them and that sort of thing. And uh, there are, you know, he didn't sing with Duran Duran. Just no, so everybody knows. No, yeah, there wasn't like it's not every it's not all the time that people who enshrine you sing with you. Yeah. But there are like multiple crossover performances, kind of a deal. And then they try to have a couple of songs from each band, and then there's everybody gets on stage together at the end yeah. and does stuff. Yeah, Eminem whole... made it in there, too. Yes, he did. So. Dr. Dre in trying yeah. And uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s got a couple things coming up here. Uh, it's filming a, a TV miniseries called The Sympathizer. Uh, Sherlock Holmes 3 is in pre-production, and uh, Oppenheimer will be coming out in 2023. He's got a Netflix documentary that's about to hit, too, if I remember right about his father. Oh. That's heading out there, too, to the streamer, if you would like to watch that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's Bad Impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That's the latest from Aaron Jones. It is called Filthy here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap things up for this Monday show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Gosh, we do appreciate it. Had a chance to qualify somebody this morning for this UTV we're giving away, man. Courtesy of Volkswagen of Boise, as well as Birds of Prey Motorsports. That will happen again today at 5.30 and then 7.30 again tomorrow morning. We'll give you another chance to play UTV with us for a shot at getting in on that drawing for that UTV. Also gave you another code word. Those will continue with inflation retaliation at 11, 1, 3, and 5 today. So get ready to play along and text in so that you can possibly win $1,000 like a bunch of people have already. And we'll continue for the next couple of weeks. We gave away some machine head tickets and warned you about the dangers of leaving your windows open in Australia. And I think it's a good lesson for all of us to learn. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, dude, uh, the the man in the yellow hat from Curious George, his name is actually Ted. Is that his real name? <laughs> At least according to the movie. And uh, a couple other times he's referenced uh, in, in various forms of media. But, Look at uh, this. I mean, that was, I was just throwing out a name. <laughs> you ended up, but that's somebody, not the first time. But somebody texted in well, that, sure. hey, you, Nick was wrong and you were right. Well, technically, I was looking for the man in the yellow hat. And plus, it was like your sixth guess as well when you said Ted. So, uh, I mean, I, I think we all agree that once you we rattled agree. off You're four, wrong. four different names. Yeah, he got there eventually, but it also was complete dumb luck. But still, congratulations, Big J. I didn't even know his name was Ted. That's for sure. I've only ever heard him reference to her in every book I've read that my kids it was always the man in the yellow hat serendipity so i was not sure that it was a full and what will you do with this knowledge now big j nothing exactly uh just like pretty much every other knowledge which is good how about we well i'm just saying i mean for the most part that's what we all do with knowledge it just all just goes right in in one year not the other it wasn't big j exclusive i promise how about we tell you that tomorrow there will be more Machine Head tickets to give away and we'll also have another shot at you having some fun with the code words. That's going to happen a little after 9 o'clock. You guys have a good one. Jason Drew's up next. It is the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.